0: The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Hello, architect and presenter, TV presenter Hugh Wallace has seen and judged his fair share of homes, and this weekend he'll be at the Permanent TSB Ideal Homes Show, offering his advice. That show runs from Friday through Sunday, and uh, Hugh will be there on uh, Friday and Saturday at large.
1: At large, indeed, larger than life, walking around, enjoying myself. It's the most amazing show.
0: Now, um, you have been, I suppose, critical of some people who do extensions for the sake of extensions. Indeed, indeed. Now, why? Because I think an awful lot of people need
1: to reflect on the home they have, alter it before they put on an extension. Extensions, by their nature, are exceptionally expensive and therefore
0: the money may well be better used reimagining your existing home. What are the rules of engagement? You see, you can think of times when... Uh, your family are at different stages and they may all enjoy when they're in junior school, primary school, say, doing the homework at the kitchen table with everyone around and maybe mum or dad is in a corner watching a a football match or a soap or whatever. Correct. But there's a kind of a, a communal thing. Then it comes to secondary school and they need space. They need quiet.
1: Yes, Put them in the shed out the back. Go and buy one of those amazing <laughs> pods. You know those amazing pods? Yep. That's really what you should do. The kids don't want to be with you when they're in their teens. But you need to be able to keep an eye on them from a distance. And you can do that because you put your sombra as you describe it at the back. And then that can become other things. It can become the gym, the home office. It just allows
0: flexibility. And And the thing about those pods, they have a price. That's it. You go go. in, you say, how much is this about the pod? And they tell you and you buy it.
1: Yeah, and it arrives. And there you go. And (laughs) I think they're brilliant. I really do. I think it's much better value than putting an extension on Why your are you
0: trying to do your colleagues in the architectural profession out of work?
1: I'm not, I'm not. I'm just <laughs> saying we need to... You know, the great thing, I think a lot of people are afraid of chatting to architects or interior
0: designers because of fees. That's the, the well, truth. Well, you know the line, go into an optician's and you'll come out wearing glasses. There you go, look at me. <laughs> you know? <laughs> no, what I'm just saying, you go to an architect and you know that the architect will want to generate work for him or herself.
1: Well, I don't think that's the case. I think you're much better off engaging with an architect on a consultation basis if you're nervous. So that means you go in, you buy a half
0: day, might cost you £1,000, but it'll be the best £1,000 you ever spent. Now, you know the way architects charge their fees, that there's the consultation and the chat about the design. And then if they go to a certain stage, you pay them so much. Then if they do the working drawings, you pay so much. And then finally, they might supervise the build. Correct. They hate supervising the build, don't they? Hate supervising. Yeah, hand that to the engineer. Give that to the engineer. But isn't that that the problem, that the architect will prefer to do phase one and phase two of the job, but prefer not to have to be a Dermot Bannon on site in the wellies? I met him last night. He's in great form. Do you know, I gave him him
1: advice as well. (laughs) What did you tell Dermot? I I told him he had a dreadful green tie on didn't match his <laughs> blue suit at all. But can I just say to you, you know, architects, the, the issue with an architect is you're buying time and time is money. Yeah. And the problem is that if you're doing a home or the issue is if you're doing a home, if you engage with an architect and the whole design team, you will be spending 12 or 15% of the value of the project on that team. Yeah. And But in not doing that, you do not end
0: up with the home you want. Um, the most important person maybe be the QS on site. Absolutely. Plus the architect who gives you that vision,
1: his knowledge and expertise to actually deliver the home for you. That's the most important thing. And so many people make a mistake in their home in the location of rooms, in not understanding sunlight, in not grabbing that extra room outside, in the small details that the architect knows, such as door heights can be over 2.1. They should be 2.4. Because then you're grabbing all that sunlight,
0: which we so lack Mm. in Ireland. Now, uh, along with yourself at the permanent ESB uh, stand, there will be Nevin McGuire. Indeed, I'm going to give him a tips. I'm going to yeah, on cooking. Okay. I have some tips. I think I should, you know. Joe Lennon is going to be there. She's the Sunday Times uh, Ireland climate editor. She's on this program. She, she's as going well. to give me tips. Yeah. She's and going then, to give me tips. And then Patricia Power is a Qs. Ah, so. oh, you have to keep her out. She's trouble. <laughs> now, uh, the the question of old homes. Uh, sometimes people have a a vision. And they come to you and they say, I want to knock down that wall. I want to take that fireplace out. And you say, sorry, no can do. If you do that, the place will fall down.
1: Well, not only will the place fall down, but you have to confirm whether the house is actually a listed property. You know, it's a protected property. And if it is a protected property, then the amount of work you can do will be limited. But please understand, both the conservation architects and the local councils want old houses used, refurbished and lived in because that is the only way that we are going to keep our social history and heritage intact. Old homes love people because mm. they
0: turn the heating on, open the windows and the house loves people. Now, I've seen some of the the projects that you've been involved in as a judge both at Home of the Year and also the the refurbishment of great those house the Great House Revivals. Great House Revivals, which which are fantastic. And I noticed that people in new houses often have an old piece. Yes, they upcycle. You're a fan of up Oh,
1: I love upcycling and I think it's very important to keep your granny's table. That's your heritage and your history, and you must keep that with you, because those are the memories and those are the items
0: that make a home special. Yeah. Uh, on the other hand, then, in old homes, people often give them a whole new lease of life by putting new stuff in. And painting the walls stuff, white. And painting the walls There right. we
1: go. You have to paint them. Amanda is in there with the paint tin.
0: Um, Are you a student of uh, the grants that are available to help people do the jobs they need? Oh they're amazing. At the moment the grants are so extraordinary Now you have
1: to fill the form out right and you may need assistance in doing that. If you have a fixer-upper is the form complex? It is let's be honest but it's quite logical but you need to spend time doing it correctly. 50% of the applications are rejected because the form is filled out incorrectly and the Government and the councils want to give you this money. Is it possible to make an old house warm? Absolutely. No problem at all. You
0: know, with conservation architecture and so on. No
1: problem at all. That's all a myth. What can you do? You, You take the existing windows out. They get refurbished. You put in your draft excluders. You put in lime mortar with insulation on the walls. You allow the walls to breathe. And there
0: you go. You'll have a happy, warm home. You can actually, you don't have to stick polystyrene or whatever. No, no, you don't, no. And you can't wrap an old house usually. No, no, you can't do that because then
1: it can't breathe. And a lot of homes have damp issues because somebody put uh, concrete on the outside. And so you have to take all that off. You'll get grants for this from the Heritage Council and from the councils uh, to actually strip the old concrete off the walls and re-plaster.
0: Now, tell me about that internal insulation with the, the lime mortar. How does that work as an insulator?
1: It's perfect because within the lime mortar, yeah. it actually has hemp. Or you use a small natural beads such as cork. And that gives you And how your thick inch- is
0: that? I mean, how, oh, it's does d- your two room inches. get diminished? Two inches. In, but it's no different
1: two. than dry lining.
0: So there's no difference than dry lining. Okay, well... Um, <laughs> It is a great adventure when you take on an old house, isn't it? It's fantastic and I, like... But is it not heartbreaking? I mean, I remember that house in Cove... Yeah, but that was fabulous. Look at what Rob did,
1: isn't that? And had got married. Sorry, not got married. Found a partner, had a baby. In <laughs> fact, the Great House Survival is great for having babies. <laughs> All
0: right. <laughs> they have to do something to keep each other warm. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> or, anyway, both of your series are returning, in spite of RT's difficulties. Indeed, I'm looking forward to it in February. All right. Well, anyway, in the immediate future, Friday and Saturday and the exhibition Sunday runs all the way through to Sunday. Uh, and you'll be knocking around on Friday and Saturday uh, at the permanent TSB Ideal Homes show, which is, uh, I think, a, a favourite every year. Oh, it's fantastic. It's so imaginative. And it's also just innovative and there's great stuff there. And it's at the RDS Simmons Court starting Friday. Hugh Wallace, thank you very much for joining us now.